Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, Toastmasters, Whippy Toastmasters, listeners and friends, to part three of this week's talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. I'd like to invite you to look at our website, irishtalkers.com, where you'll find some interesting information about these podcasts, but also you'll find links to previous shows, this show, and of course to our newspaper, which has links from the YouTube, sorry, from the, <laughs> the world of the internet, all about public speaking and Toastmasters and confidence and leadership and everything that goes towards being able to be a confident person speaking in public. It's time now to hand the metaphorical and even physical baton, because I have a baton here, or a gavel, just to show YouTube here, uh, to Mr. Paul Omani. And Paul is going to delve uncringeworthily into, yeah, that didn't come off very well, did it? Without cringing, he's going to talk about having several icebreakers in your knapsack. Over to you, Paul. Listeners, you have a knapsack on your back. You have it on from the moment you get up in the morning. Some people even say you have it in your dreams. This knapsack contains some vital things that you use during every day. You use some of them every time you open your mouth. The knapsack are words and phrases. These are the gems that are inside. You meet people on the street and somehow you get into a conversation with them. You're opening your knapsack, speaking in a particular style, but also you may be saying something about yourself. So in the knapsack, are all the stories about yourself that you have told in the past and a whole lot of ingredients which you can use to tell new stories in the future. You are a natural storyteller. You can't help but be a storyteller. You have a knapsack on your back. When you join Toastmasters, you join an organization where people are going to help you to take things out of your knapsack and use them well so that they hold people's attention. When you join Toastmasters, you're going to join maybe a room full of people you've never met before, or you may only know one or two faces. And you gradually learn after you've joined that, look, in your own time, when you're ready, you're going to make what's called an icebreaker speech. Now, you're not handed an ice pick. You're not asked to break anything. You're asked to quite simply say something to us all so that we'll know a bit more about you when you've finished. You're invited to do something you may have done a thousand times before or something you may never have done because you've avoided it all your life. You're invited to come up to the front of the room. You have permission to read out a script you've written before, to speak off the top of your head. You can, if you want to, sing a song. You can tell, introduce yourself to people any way you like. One of the co-presenters here on this show, Ted Melanfi, is a member of a business networking group. And every Friday, he goes along to a meeting early in the morning. And every single Friday, he introduces himself to people who are in the room. Every Friday, his icebreaker is different. Why? Because some Fridays he's sleepy. Because some Fridays he's got loads of energy. 
because some Fridays he spilt a glass of water down the front of his shirt just before he's due to speak. Sometimes he decides, well, what I said last week didn't uh, make me rich. And because I'm here in this business networking group, trying to get more and more business, I'm going to try something else in order to get rich. Ted has aspirations to own a transatlantic yacht. That's why he wants to earn a lot of money. He is used to doing an icebreaker speech every week. Now, when you join Toastmasters, you think, well, there's only one icebreaker I can make, and it's the story of my whole life. And somebody then whispers in your ear and says, just tell us about yesterday or tell us a tiny bit about your life. We're only going to let you speak for five minutes, give or take a minute. That's all. You know, you'll send us to sleep if you tell us everything on the first day or else you'd be so good that we won't want to hear anyone else at the meeting. So we're only giving you a time limit. So why on earth do Toastmasters, not only when they start in Toastmasters, give an icebreaker speech? Well, they do it because they have to introduce themselves to people in the room, to both the members of their own club who are going to be their future team of supporters who are going to help them to achieve their goals. And you, you do actually need to, to, to say hi to people. There might be people in the room who have never met you before. They'd be wondering, who on earth is this guy? Here's this woman. She seems to have been an accountant in her previous life, but is she still able to do addition? Or is, uh, you know, whatever. So you need to practice this skill of introducing yourself because you do it all the time without thinking about it. But you know in your heart of hearts you could be more interesting. You could hold people's attention a bit better. That's why you've joined Toastmasters, because you want people to listen to you and pay attention to you. You want to have be better at being helpful to other people. So you don't help people if you bore the pants off them. So basically, you, you're, you're here for a purpose. You, you sometimes have been in a club for a long time. People forget stuff about you that is really important. People, you might have mentioned to people in the bar after the meeting or wherever after the meeting that, you know, last year my first grandchild was born. Then you do another icebreaker and because only some of the members know that you're once again a grandfather or maybe grandmother for the first time, you tell people. People like knowing who they're in the room with. They're curious. You need to reintroduce yourself. For example, supposing you're, you've done all the introductions on the old education program, first one, but now you're going to start on the new super dupers, wonderful education program in Toastmasters called Pathways. Why did you pick that you want to be a visionary communicator? Why? People are wondering. I thought you'd do the coaching one. Why on earth? But they're not going to tell you that. But they're going to be very interested if you tell them. The reason I'm doing visionary communications is I'm not good enough yet. And I'm only really good about talking to what happened to me yesterday. I'm no good about talking about what you have to do in order to get to heaven. I mean, that's a big thing. And I'm not used to doing that. So I want to be a visionary communicator. And that's what you would be if you were telling people how you get to heaven. I mean, you'd be saying, hey, this is a big vision. And lots of politicians. I mean, people come to Toastmasters because they want to run for electoral office. When they run for electoral office, they need to introduce themselves. What are they going to say that will get people to feel like voting for them? So 
the key thing is you need to have many, many different icebreakers or bits and pieces you can use for your icebreaker in your knapsack. It's a little bit like having a CV. If you use the same CV for every single job you apply for, what are your chances? What are your chances? Do you think somebody isn't going to realize that your CV is a stock CV? If you say nothing at all about what kind of skills they're looking for, you're up against competition if you're applying for a job. You're up against competition if you want other people's attention. So you need to have, use all these things you have already in order to speak in an interesting way about yourself. As many different icebreakers as you can do next week, introduce yourself to three, four, five, six people in a different way and see what that feels like. And then come back to your club and make a speech about your experience of doing half a dozen different icebreakers. Madam Toastmaster. Yes, lots of applause there, Paul. Well done. I have to say that I've done a couple of icebreakers, but I didn't actually change them particularly because I was introducing myself to different clubs. I'm trying to think back. Uh, have I done more than one icebreaker to the same club? And the answer has to be yes. But I, And again, I don't think I changed it dramatically. But you've given me thaws for port or pause for thought. And... Yeah, I'm now going to sit down and I'm going to write myself a couple of new ones, just for fun. Mm. Poor Ted. And you, you piqued my interest too, Paul, when you mentioned those of us who go to uh, networking meetings on a regular basis. It's very important for me in the business that I'm in, or indeed for any business, that when you do get up to give that elevator speech, you call the same an icebreaker, we call it an elevator speech, it's 60 seconds. And you have to be able to tell a lot about yourself in 60 seconds. And you'd be amazed at how difficult some people find it. Now, I, I'm lucky, I suppose, the fact that I'm in Toastmasters has helped enormously. But also, the business that I'm in, I can tell a different story every week and make it interesting for people, particularly with things that would have happened in the previous week. And God only knows the business that I'm in now. Everybody knows now what PPE is. Yes. There was a time when I used to have to explain to people what PPE is. And there was a time when I used to cringe when I was telling people of the business that I was in. Because the business I'm in would not be regarded as sexy. Yes. But no, I'm proud to be able to tell people of the business I'm in. Because I'm, I'm at the cold face at the moment. So that that's yeah. my, my, my esteem has been elevated because of the business I'm in. It and is. one thing that I would like to add, and this is something that people could do in an icebreaker also, but in the elevator pitch, it's important that you have a memory hook. And a memory hook is a little sentence whereby people will remember who you are. My memory hook is, since I'm a, safe, a health and safety consultant, is safety is it's no, no accident. accident. And that's a and really good And had people come up to me and say, I can't remember your name, but I met you five years ago at a networking meeting and you said safety is no accident. Yeah. Can't remember my name, but they can remember the memory hook. 
That's why it's called the memory hook. And it's interesting, Ted, that uh, when you tune in to tomorrow's episode, when I'm going to be talking about, well, I, I won't tell you what I'm going to be talking about. I'm just going to give you the, the title that I've given it, which is Don't Get Ready, Stay Ready. And one of the things that's going to come up there is we'll talk about these foundational phrases, which what you just heard from Ted is one. Come, again, come back again tomorrow and we'll look forward to seeing you. Bye for now. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.